Xavier, I'd be rich if I had a dollar every time I heard someone say, man, I wish I knew 20 years ago what I know today about money. They need to be teaching about this stuff in school. Like the power of investing early. Compound interest. That alone would impact lives. Understanding and planning for taxes. Understanding the difference between both good debt and bad debt. Eric, what about all the stuff about money that business owners need to know? What kind of insurance should you be buying? The importance of contributing towards your retirement. They don't teach any of this stuff in school. Y'all sit back, get ready, because we are talking stuff about money they didn't teach you in school that you need to know. What's up, Stuff About Money podcast listeners? I'm Eric Garcia, certified financial planner. I'm flying solo today without my partner in crime, Xavier Angel. On the Stuff About Money podcast, we talk about stuff about money uh, that they didn't teach you in school. The stuff isn't intuitive. No one's born with a handbook on, no one gives you a handbook on how to manage your money wisely. So that's what we talk about on this podcast. So you can follow us on any of your podcast listening apps. If you like what you hear, share us on social, let other people hear what we're talking about. We're apparently talking about something that's interesting. We, uh, Xavier and I were recently asked if our podcast wanted to join the Agency Intelligence Podcast Network. It's a, a buddy of mine, Jason Cass, who's got, I want to say six or seven shows on his podcast network. So uh, apparently we're doing something that is worthy of your your ear. So welcome to all the new listeners from the Agency Intelligence Podcast Network. All right. Today, we're going to talk about a topic that I'm going to talk about a little bit differently than a typical financial advisor would talk about. But let me first share a story with you about when I had backyard chickens. I haven't had chickens in about a year and a half or so. We used to love our backyard chickens. And one day, for whatever reason, I hadn't collected their eggs over a few mornings. So I went out back to get their eggs. I had gym shorts on. I had about five or six eggs that were in their coop. I put them in my right hip pocket. Um, so you imagine I had, a, had a, all the eggs were bulging out on my right hip pocket. Walked back into the house. I squeezed between the couch and the piano. The piano's on my right hip side. And I uh, smashed all the eggs. All the eggs were smashed in my pocket, dripping the, all the yolk, the warm egg yolk dripping down my leg. Um You've heard it said, don't put all your eggs in one basket, or you shouldn't put all your eggs in one pocket either. So on this episode, I want to talk about diversification. Now, I said I'm not going to talk about it like the typical financial advisor, because I'm not talking about stock market investments here. I'm not talking about the traditional way that financial advisors talk about diversification with stocks and bonds. What I'm talking about is compelling reasons why business owners should consider diversifying outside of their businesses to protect their assets and their long-term financial security. So I've got eight compelling reasons. If I don't talk about something that you think is important, I would love to hear from you. So you can always hit me up at eric, E-R-I-K, at plan-wisely.com. If you can think of compelling reasons that I don't cover here, if something resonates with you, I'd love to hear from you. Or if there's a topic about money that you want to hear from, um, I'd love to hear from you as well so that we can cover it on this show. So eight compelling reasons why... Uh, you shouldn't put all your eggs in your right hip pocket. Now, why you should diversify from your business. Now, let me just say this. I am a business owner myself. I own two businesses. One, the financial planning investment firm. 
where I spend the majority of my time. That's the business I absolutely 100% love. That is my passion. Um, the second business we own is an insurance agency. It's an independent insurance agency. Um, as many of you know, my dad has been in the insurance space for a really, really, really long time. I was actually born into the insurance uh, space. So uh, we own that business as well. So these compelling reasons that I'm sharing with you, I'm also sharing with myself. This is stuff that I tell uh, myself. These are reasons that I give myself. Some of these are intuitive, um, but we don't stop long enough sometimes as business owners to consider some of this stuff. So, all right, so let's hop into it. Eight reasons why we should consider um, diversifying our small businesses. Now, I'm going to tell you this. We have eight reasons, eight reasons, okay? I'm holding up eight fingers. Now, you can see eight individual fingers connected to their hands. So although the reasons are kind of, they stand alone, they all kind of tie back to the same thing. All right. So the first reason is uh, pretty simple, risk management, right? If all of the, if the majority of our net worth is tied up into one asset, even if it's our small business and something negative that happens to the marketplace could impact that business um, disproportionately. So when we diversify across different types of assets, we spread that risk across different companies. We can mitigate that risk, so to speak. So risk, let me define risk real quick. Risk simply is the possibility of loss or injury. It's the, uh, the exposure to danger associated with something bad. So if we can manage something bad, manage risk outside of our portfolio, that's a good thing as business owners. Now, let me address something here in um, kind of behavioral psychology. And we, we look at this in behavior finances and this impacts oftentimes our investment decisions. There's something called home bias. Now, home bias pretty much says that as investors, we are going to disproportionately allocate our money towards things that are familiar to us. So as a small business owner, my small business is very familiar to me. I am more comfortable with some of the risks involved in my small business than somebody else would be. And oftentimes that's a bias, right? Because it's a real risk. I just feel more comfortable with it. I'm, I'm going to bet on myself. If I have the opportunity, I'm going to bet on myself. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. So I understand that your business as business owners, in fact, we built the majority of our net worth in this business. The, this business, your business, probably has given you a better return on your investment than some other things that you could have possibly invested in. And I get that. And I think all businesses we go through, as business owners and businesses go through different cycles. There's a lifestyle or, or a life cycle of a business. Early on, you're obviously taking a disproportionate risk. You're putting more of your capital, more of your assets into your small business for success to have 
um, uh, quick growth, right? Cause you got to pay bills. You got to put food on the table. Your kids need shoes. They got to go to school. You got to, you need a car. So you're taking, you're taking risks early on in your business, but businesses tend to mature. You're making more money. Uh, you have better cash flow. Uh, those are all times where you stop and say, Hmm, should I start diversifying outside of my business? So the second compelling reason to diversify is preservation of capital that you, as I said, you've poured your life and your soul into your business. You've grown this company. You're cash flowing money. By diversifying outside of your business, you're starting to protect some of the wealth that you've already created, right? We're, we're managing that risk outside of the small business. We're reducing the volatility that could be associated with the business and putting our money presumably somewhere else. So we're preserving that, that the capital, the net worth that we've created with our small businesses. Third reason is for retirement planning. Um, wealth obviously is an essential part to, to building a retirement nest egg. And we don't want to rely 100% on the success of our business or on the sale of a business when it's time to retire. Um, in the insurance space, I know the past few years have been really good times to sell. So if you're retiring in the past couple of years or selling your business in the past couple of years to, to fund your, your retirement account, great time to sell. But again, businesses go through cycles. It's always not going to be a good time to sell. So by starting to diversify outside and putting money aside for retirement is a, a wise and prudent thing um, to do. The fourth compelling reason to diversify from your business is for liquidity. Uh, liquidity is just having cash available when you need it, whether it's for a personal need or for another business need. And if all, the bus if all your money is tied up in your business, then you obviously don't have access to that cash. So starting to diversify allows you to build some liquidity outside of your small business because you just can't go sell your business overnight the way you could sell a particular stock on the stock market. The fifth compelling reason is to take advantages of opportunities of growth. Um, as business owners, as entrepreneurs, we may see opportunities to grow in other areas, other businesses to invest in, um, other entrepreneurs that we want to invest in. And if all our money is tied up in our in our business, then we don't have access to capital to invest in uh, other opportunities. So by diversifying out of your business, you, you give yourself the freedom to pursue some of these other growth opportunities. All right. The sixth reason, compelling reason to diversify is for wealth preservation of, of air. So um, you've built this business the majority of your net worth is this business. You pass away. That wealth needs to transfer from you to another generation. We want to take advantage of the most tax-efficient ways to do that. Uh, to do that, we want to minimize the obstacles to to transition your wealth to the next generation. Um, and sometimes, if everything is tied up in the business, it's difficult to do that. Something else on on estate planning and small businesses, particularly for those of you with kids, especially if you have multiple kids and only one kid is interested in the business. You have a kid who's in the business, who's working in the business, and then you pass away. It only makes sense that that kid continues to operate that business and in many cases own that business. Well, if the majority or the lion's share of your net worth is in the small business and you have multiple kids and this one child is working in the business, you pass away, then that could create some conflicts with the rest of the family in terms of the estate not being equal, passing to multiple heirs, or the one kid who's in the business now has business partners who are not interested in the business. We've seen many small businesses fall apart 
because of that. So by diversifying your wealth outside of your small business, it allows you to, to make sure that your heirs and your business continues on and that your heirs feel um, they've received all the work that you put in is passed down equally to your heirs. The seventh reason is tax efficiency. There's different types of uh, of investments and assets that provide tax advantages that if you keep all your money in your small business, you're passing up on those opportunities. The obvious one here is retirement plans. Retirement plans for a lot of small business owners are, uh, yes, their investments, yes, their retirement planning, but almost um, as important as that is their tax strategies. It's a way for you to minimize your um, your taxable income and to get some money working um, in a tax advantaged way for for you. Now, the eighth and for me, the most compelling reason to diversify from your small business is for peace of mind, is by diversifying your wealth away from your business, you can reduce some of the stress and anxiety that goes into owning the business. As, as business owners, we have a lot of pressure, a lot of weight on our shoulders to make sure the business continues to succeed, um, particularly in the insurance space. Um, and then for me on the investment space, the, the past few years have been challenging, right? And when you have diversification outside of your small business, there's a little bit of peace of knowing, all right, not everything is tied up in um, in the business. And, and man, by as a business owner, by by coming to work with with a mindset of, of, of peace and calmness, it's a whole lot better than than constant anxiety. So I would propose that as business owners, we should be actively looking for ways to diversify our wealth from our businesses. Recognize that as a business owner, you do have home bias. You are biased towards your ability to operate, to grow, and to operate a business and generate money. That's a pretty common trait in entrepreneurs, but recognize that bias and recognize that sometimes it is wise to have someone walk alongside of you to help you make some of these big financial decisions. And I'm not talking about go out and hire a, a financial planner. Maybe, maybe financial planner is right for you. Maybe not, but you should have, you should have people who are helping you make some of these big, uh, big decisions, particularly when it comes to diversifying outside of your, your business, diversifying away from the thing that has provided for you and for your family and will continue to provide for you and your family for many, many years to come. Your small business is the engine of you creating wealth, you creating net worth. And what I'm trying to avoid here and in, in my recommendation or or the, the wisdom here is let's make sure that all of our eggs are not in one basket or all of our eggs are not in our right hip pocket that is about to smash into the piano. So for all you business owners out there who have successfully built and are successfully managing a small business, congratulations. You are the backbone of this country. You are the main job provider for Americans. So thank you for what you do. And I'm just asking that you consider, that you consider starting to, if you haven't already, to diversify away from your business. Thanks for listening, y'all. Share this with someone if you think they would find it valuable. Information presented and discussed on the Stuff About Money podcast is for educational purposes only and does not constitute direct financial advice. Be sure to consult with a qualified financial advisor prior to implementing any strategies discussed. Eric Garcia and Xavier Angel's branch office is located in New Orleans, Louisiana. The branch phone number is 504-218-5479. Securities offered through Osaic Wealth Incorporated. 
member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through New Century Financial Group, LLC. A registered investment advisor. Osaic Wealth is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of Osaic Wealth. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is. To, to fix a problem, the first thing you've got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.